Welcome to Business Talk Sister Rock. I'm Becca. And I'm Ruthie. And today's episode is part two, podcasting tips, annual review. And we're going to pick up where we left off from our last episode uh, on what we do to prep our own content uh, when we're not doing an interview with somebody. So um, one of the very first things that we do is we kind of come up with topics based on what's been really doing well in our stats from our previous episodes. Another way that is one of my favorite ways to generate topic titles is when we just ask people questions of like, what would you want to know if you started a business like X or if you were going to do this with your life? What would you need to know? And then based on those things that they say, like if we ask Joel, (laughs) Joel, if you were thinking of becoming an entrepreneur, we ask some of our listeners too, which is fun because it makes it feel like it's a lot more meaningful content to people because we know that they actually have questions about those things and they want to know more. Um, So that's kind of how we start is, and also I just really love our brainstorming sessions, Becca and I, where we just like get together and and go back and forth. Oh, we could talk about this and then we could do an episode about this. And then pretty soon we've got a whole spreadsheet of different topic ideas that we could do um, and what people would need to know or want to know. Mm -hmm. And I have found it very valuable to have a spreadsheet. Mm hmm. Yeah, especially when we're doing um, a series of, of different things, I can put those in the timeline and say, all right, this one comes first, then this one, then this one. And it doesn't necessarily mean that we do all of our episodes recordings in that order based on people's schedules, but uh, we do try to put them in there based on what we think is going to work well um, in how we can build the content up. Yeah, so after we, like we mentioned in our last episode, how we send if it's going to be one where we're interviewing someone else, we send the questions and then we add them to that spreadsheet. And when we do the interview, both Becca and I have that Google spreadsheet open. And then we just kind of send those questions back and forth to each other in the chat, in the Zoom meeting. And so we're like, ask this one next, ask this one next. But they're all questions. Most of them are all questions that we've had in that spreadsheet um and then we Mm -hmm. go from there yeah unless it's like they hit on a topic that we're like oh that we should really go back to that because what they Mm -hmm. said was really valuable right there um but when we're prepping our own content we try to start writing out questions to ask one another uh, because sometimes what ends up happening is I'll like have a ton of content that I'm like, we need to talk about this, 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 and this. Great, but Ruthie has like no idea what that topic is about. <laughs> I'm like, that's fascinating, but I've literally never even thought of this before. So I need to just think of questions to ask you. <laughs> yeah, and especially like if it's something that's so out of her realm or my realm, it's like, I don't even know what question to ask. And so... Um, part of that process too, when we look at topics is, um, and, and previous guests that we've talked to, like, especially Tom Antion, because if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and do that. Episode 51. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, he, um, talks about like keyword research is super important in that. So when we talk about a topic, we're starting to look through, we'll like literally write, type that topic in Google and then scroll down to the bottom and see what other questions have been asked about that so when we have those questions for each other then we go in and start doing some research on those things like googling different things and trying to find out more information to help us even ask each other better questions based on industry information that we've been finding Mm -hmm. yeah and i think it's helpful too when we are like oh we're gonna do an episode on drop shipping or whatever when we look into that um it takes time i mean that's probably something that one that episode probably took me like a solid 20 hours at least to research (laughs) 
yeah. did not know that. <laughs> yeah. And, and well, because I wanted to make sure like I knew what I was talking about. But then I also did connect with other people and like ask them, what do you think about this? How are you doing it? And I honestly think we could have do- probably done like two more episodes on that. <laughs> and that's the fun part about what we're doing is that both Becca and I are lifelong learners. We love to just dive into different topics and we also are verbal communicators. So we love to tell other people what we're learning. So this the, the joy of doing a podcast is that we get to combine both of those things that we really enjoy doing. So if that's something that you like, then op- optimize that in what you're doing, you know, like in, in podcasting, learn about things that you like and then share it with people. Yeah. And, and another thing that we haven't mentioned that is something that we do with all of our guests and when we talk to listeners too, is that uh, we say, how can we be a resource to you? And, and we always want people to be thinking about that because even if it's not in an episode um like I've literally had people like send me a message and say hey I'm wondering about this but you know what I just found that you guys have an episode on it so I'm gonna listen to it I'm like oh but you know what I probably could solve that problem for you in five seconds here's the answer um and or if it's not necessarily like if yeah like that was a really great episode on this but if you need something like here's that person's like the way to connect with them or check out like one of their books or whatever and so um actually pointing people in the right direction so that they can save less time on research is something that we absolutely love doing and and we're in it to like make friends yeah that's kind of been our motivation from the beginning is I am a very social person I like to spend a lot of time with people and and Becca is too she loves how hosting people and and pre-COVID eras and whatever and like getting to spend time with people and get to know them and so that's been really fun to be able to do that especially during this time where we can't really be going out and being with a lot of new people getting to just like continue to to meet people and make friends and and like have those it's not like just oh you're making all these connections yeah but it's at the same time it's we're meeting really fun people that we mm-hmm. yeah can can have this bond over over podcasting <laughs> yeah and and I think when you do a podcast like you really need to know what your target is like what are you trying to do mm-hmm. right and for some of the people that we know that have podcasts as well um they really know their niche and they're specifically I'm going to educate people like the productive designer for example she's going to educate people in the design industry like interior design and that's all she's doing and that's awesome because it's very specific people who want to get into that are doing it right now want to be able to feel like there's other people that are doing it with them even when they're alone at home right Mm -hmm. and so for us it's more about trying to educate you on different ways that there could be business opportunities or things like that where you can try things and do them and see if you like it and and so that's our goal right mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of getting into the more emotional side of things and the processing through your anxiety and whatever is if you keep coming back to what is my motivation for doing this why am I doing this am I doing it to just have fun am I doing it to learn am I doing it to sell something am I whatever you're doing keep coming back to that motivation because that's going to fuel um yeah, that, that's your why. Mm-hmm. So for, for me, I think probably the worst part, especially starting out, was having to write the subtitles. And we talked about this in our last episodes, but it was it's literally you're listening to yourself and writing out every single word that you're saying, editing it, <laughs> and it's like the most 
excruciating process and i i literally was like becca i can't do this i can't i'm i'm done i can't and it was so i had to really push past like yeah i'm going to say like 20,000 times <laughs> and i'm gonna say you know like it's my job and but it's something that you have to just push past that you have those those quirks you have those things that you say that maybe you don't like that you say all the time but over time you can kind of try to pull those things out of your vocabulary or whatever but just have it was really good for me to just have to sit with that and do it week after week after week of listening to myself and having to process those things with Becca because for me a lot of times if I'm not talking about things I'm not processing it so if I like we've talked about so many times that we're both verbal processors if I'm not when I think about when I'm freaking out about something, if I just keep internalizing it, it gets scarier and scarier and scarier. So Becca is really good about being like, why are you thinking that? Why do you, what's the problem here? Like what, what's going on? And then I always am like, hey, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just a little freaked out. <laughs> but you know, I do think that I appreciate that Ruthie is a little bit critical in those areas because she'll come back and say, hey, I've been listening to our episodes and this is something that we do very consistently that I just don't know if it's adding any value. Mm-hmm. And and those are things that we can really work on. Um like she'll say hey I think we've gotten more succinct in how we ask questions that's been really good and then there's other times where I'm like Ruthie like I've been really listening to the stuff that you're doing and and the praise that you're giving people makes them feel a little uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) or whatever and so how do we be um like encouraging to people but also at the same time how can we stop just rambling yeah and that's something that i if you've listened to our episodes you know that i do that (laughs) (laughs) i'm a rambler (laughs) and so yeah and we're always trying to think how can we maximize the amount of value we can put into this so that it's not like you left like oh i just wasted so much time yeah and it's helpful too that our our episode format is like around 20 to like 30 30 minutes minutes. yeah so they're pretty easily digestible and it's like well at least I didn't if if it's one that I'm not particularly proud of it's like well at least I didn't waste four hours of somebody's time (laughs) (laughs) at least we didn't put a documentary together on that one (laughs) and that's and that's been helpful for me and honestly okay in the last episode I said that like (laughs) that um our first episode was kind of dicey and whatever but and then really was something that was really helpful for me was actually my little sister Mia was watching on Netflix the first episode of Hannah Montana and I walked into the room and I was like okay this I feel is a lot better <laughs> yeah, this myself. is this is a horrible episode and it's yeah and not that that show really got better but <laughs> I just think that okay I watched Hannah Montana I mean I did too religiously but I'm just <laughs> saying like, looking back at it it really was the quality is not like a USA show or something like that you know anyways but just being able to give yourself grace in that and saying like okay, I'm still learning and I still plan to improve and not just stopping that. Like for me, what's often the case is like, I can't can't do this perfectly, so I run away from it. And Becca's like, we can't do this perfectly. Let's try 20 more times. I'm like, (laughs) 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 that's kind of true. We're very different in that. Um, Some really practical things that we found about podcasting. The first one is uh, decide if you are going to want to futuristically monetize, but then also know that there's not a huge return on investment 
at the beginning at all. <laughs> <laughs> and and I mean, like, yeah, I think a lot we of... We have made a grand total of zero dollars <laughs> <laughs> at this point. <laughs> okay, but think about the fact that a lot of people try to get into podcasting to make money because they're like, oh, I'm going to like monetize through all this affiliate and like I'm going to get a sponsor. And, and I think that's, those are perfectly fine things if you want to do it, right? But <laughs> we were talking with somebody and they were like, yeah, like think about the fact that four episodes when people say they want to like monetize you you literally make like 18 dollars per 1000 downloads mm. that's like not a lot of money <laughs> and it so buy you like four hamburgers at mcdonald's <laughs> well, maybe <laughs> depends on if you get the dollar menu that's but. true okay <laughs> approximately 16 hamburgers <laughs> yeah so i mean know that if that's where you're going with it you're really gonna have to take a lot you have to do a lot of work to get there right and um but another thing too about monetizing or like wanting to get more listeners and all that kind of stuff you actually have to do a ton of marketing too and everything that we've done up until this point besides like hosting for the platform of podcasting or whatever like our website um we have not spent any money on and advertising. also, if you have not checked out our website, Becca made the whole thing. And it is <laughs> stunning. <laughs> like, really. Well, thank you. BusinessTalkSisterGawk.com. Seriously, just look at it and just gawk at how beautiful it is. Okay, so, but thinking about those things, by the way, if you ever want to know how to build that, like, I totally watched a bunch of YouTube videos, so <laughs> I can send those to you. Um, But yeah, so know that it's not, like, the best channel to make money right but if you're in it to like build value for people eventually you are gonna make money mm -hmm. and and i would say like i love doing things for as cheap as possible purposefully mm -hmm. okay because i want to see if it works right and and i think that anyone can start a business and barely spend any money to get themselves up and going Mm -hmm. um there's other people that talk about oh going after like capital and like you need like a, a loan and I personally don't believe that's true and so I always try to test things myself first and then be like yeah this works podcasting is a really great way to get your name out there and to mm -hmm. build that that listener base and whatever and and honestly of all the different distribution platforms that you could use you know like video or written or whatever podcasting really is a pretty forgiving medium of content um like there's def our brother Aaron listened to one of our episodes and was like your sound quality was all over the place <laughs> it's like Ruthie was really quiet in fact was really loud and I was like oh man and so we, <laughs> we've tried to we've tried to figure figure out those nuances and things like that and you're gonna have hiccups along the way but overall pre people are pretty forgiving for podcasting uh -huh. specifically yeah and and I the first thing like when I was thinking about podcasting I was like really nervous about it but you really have to know your own personality persona like you even have to have a persona right and I used to like think a lot about oh but what if like I share too much or what if I'm not like the right whatever um one of my one of my friends actually was like you know it's similar to if you were to write a book under a assumed name, like whatever, like a an, a pen name and you do an interview in your pen name. You you can just be that pen name. Like, what are you in that genre? Right. And I was like, oh, interesting. I never have thought about that that way. And it's not like we don't have fun 
outside of our podcast. <laughs> we do. But I have had somebody say to me like, hey, yeah, I feel like I've been talking to you all week because I was listening to quite a few of your episodes. I listened to 27 episodes in a row. <laughs> I, was like, ah. <laughs> I was like, oh, you really know a lot about me. But like, I'm not as fun in a business meeting as I am on the podcast. <laughs> So, like, somebody's just, like, waiting for that from you. Like, are you going to crack a joke? Um, I want to be efficient with that person's time and respectful of that. So, like, I'm not as fun in a meeting for work that I would be on the podcast all the time. <laughs> and I think that's a good segue into the next point that Becca had said in, um, like, you were kind of the, the personality that you want to portray. Think of constantly be having this mentality of every step that you're taking as you progress in podcasting even when you start out think of yourself as already famous Mm -hmm. that you've gone viral that people know everything about you now because of your content like is this something that you really want everybody to know about in your new famous life and you just yeah (laughs) and I think I think that we do think about those things um from that perspective and there's certain things where we've had to like stop pause and I'm like Ruthie do you really want people knowing that about you and it's not necessarily like it's a bad thing it's just like this is really personal information and like or maybe it's like this is really important information but that's intellectual property Mm-hmm. And should you share that if that's what you specifically are sharing with your clients? And that's something that I think that Becca is really good at is that she has, you know, like we talk about the Clifton Strength Finders a lot. Be- one of Becca's core strengths is visionary. So for her just being able to look at what I don't know, just thinking of the future of, OK, if someone in 10 years were to come bring this back to us and say, you know, you said this, whatever, like she's very forward thinking in that and whereas I am not that's not one of my strengths so that keep that in mind if that's not one of your strengths just try to put systems in your in your life that make you stop and think what is this going to look like long term Mm -hmm. the last few things that we wanted to mention for this episode is more on the practical side Um, so one thing when you're creating your episode titles don't spell out the words episode one because when you look at things like Spotify when you're scrolling through Spotify those first couple words of the title take Mm -hmm. up a lot of real estate that's what people see and so we we did that to start and then we went back through and just put like hashtag and then the number of the episode so that there was a lot more space for the title of our episode instead of it all being taken up by the words episode yeah and then too like some people would be like oh don't even put the title or the name of the episode but or like the number but you need to for spotify and you don't need to for apple podcasts so yeah and and i mean we pay attention to the different like platforms of where people are listening to our stuff um look at that data because that's also going to help you know like how people are accessing your information Um, We also like have a lot of listens on YouTube as well that don't actually get fed into our download data because that's a completely different platform. It's video content. We literally have no video. (laughs) It's just the audio, but we still keep getting subscribers and our um, stats like over time consistently are going up. And and one thing that YouTube is really good at is rewarding consistency. So even though like our subscriber count, I would be like, wow, we have 20 people like big whoop. But you know what? That's okay because what 
what you don't see is that there's a lot of individual listens where people don't subscribe. I never subscribed to anyone. (laughs) I didn't until this year. Because I was like, wow, that help, that makes me feel good when people subscribe. <laughs> I should subscribe to other people so that they feel a little better about her. <laughs> Literally my mentality. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you had mentioned like the checking uh, industry statistics and things and kind of keeping up to speed with what it looks like for podcasting on the whole and then how that compares to how you're doing. Mm-hmm. That can be really encouraging. Like we've learned a lot of things about how the first 18 months, it takes really 18 months for a podcast to really kind of get its traction. Yeah, get traction. And for a lot of people, if you're going to do this weekly, that's really discouraging, <laughs> right? Um, in 18 months, I mean, when Ruthie and I originally talked about podcasting or like doing business talk sister cock, we like made it, we were like, well, statistically it doesn't do anything. Like people can work really hard at something, but people don't notice it's amazing until like 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. And we were like, wow, we're one year into our 10 year plan. Like, and so it made us feel a lot better about that, you Again, know, Again, visionary <laughs> <laughs> because because a lot of people are like, wow, you really did not put a lot of work into it. But reality is they probably tried and failed like for 10 years before they got to the point where they really were having it figured out. Mm-hmm. Um, and most people don't want to put that much work into something. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just wanted to say one thing really quick. One time my dad was working on this shower bench <laughs> for our new bathroom with his friend. <laughs> and I came downstairs and they had rebuilt it several times. And I was like, you're redoing this a third time and my dad goes a third time and his friends yes it's only been three times and it's like until like we're so frustrated it's only been three and then turns out they had redone it like eight times (laughs) but like anyway so it's really easy to look at and even what somebody has done like wow you've had so long to do this and this is where you're at but you like think about it and it's you don't even see all the work that they're Mm -hmm. doing and all the stuff that they're putting into it yeah and and I do want to go back to those industry stats. When we first started podcasting, really honestly, um, most major companies were not even looking at this as like a monetization place. Like Anchor was first starting out. People were like, oh, I really like this platform, whatever. There's a lot of different, uh, we use Podbean. Like there's a lot of different places you can host and create your content. But um, it wasn't even until like a few months ago that Apple actually put stats out mm-hmm. on on at i the itunes where you could see whatever you're doing mm-hmm. and if people where people are listening whatever and so um this is relatively new and i totally watch the stocks on this because spotify is like oh all of a sudden like just this year they've been like people are listening to podcasts a lot we should really look into that more and then they bought anchor and they started doing all these different things so and Honestly, like because of the pandemic, people started podcasting way more. Like there's so many people that I've talked to that they were like, yeah, that's always been on my list to do this. And now I have the time I'm doing it. And like even in the Facebook groups that I'm a part of that originally was probably only like 100 people that were like podcasting, like be a guest or or looking for a guest, whatever. And now it's like hundreds of thousands of people that are in these groups and we're actually going to do an episode the next episode we're doing is how to be a podcast guest um, because I think that's something that a lot of people are trying to figure out right now so tune in next week for that um if you have any more questions about podcasting and you're just trying to get started or whatever feel free to reach out to us on social media our Facebook page business talk sister Gawk. yeah do that because we've been doing this for a year and it would make us feel good <laughs> 
Anyways, um, so we're going to transition into the gawk portion of our episode. And Becca's going to, we're going to tag team this story of <laughs> one time um, Becca threw up all over the place. <laughs> so we're, we were both working at the same place for a while. And she was like, you have to drive home. I can't. I'm going to throw up. I, you have to drive home. And I was like, okay. And so then I drove. And there were so many times she was like, slow down. Slow down. I'm, I think I, I think I need to get out okay. and throw up. <laughs> we should like give them a little context to okay. this. Okay. So um, I, I don't remember You were why. going on a conference. Yeah. I was like leaving the next day to fly out for a conference. And I was just like, oh, I don't really feel well. And I don't remember if I had a headache or what. But somebody was like, oh, well here take this essential oils pill it was literally like this horse pill filled <laughs> with essential oils so i took it and then like i was so i think i took it on an empty stomach too because <laughs> i was like oh like sure it'll probably like give me like vitamins or something or something yeah and so she's super nauseous and like didn't really know why because i think that was a couple hours before yeah we left. i forgot like i took it or yeah. something and ruthie's like what is wrong with you and yeah. we figured it out so but. we're driving and then we pull up to becca's house and she's like just stop the car just stop the car and so then she jumps out walks <laughs> like five feet and throws up in the alley <laughs> walks a little bit more like leans over to the one side of the sidewalk throws up again and then walks a little more again on the other side and then came inside and i was like i don't know i I just was pretty uninvolved i don't know why but i was just like oh she's fine and so i just like (laughs) i just walked inside and i saw joel becca's husband i was like hi joel and then becca came in behind me and was throwing up in the kitchen sink (laughs) and so i was like i came in the living room i was like hi joel becca's throwing up in the kitchen (laughs) he was like oh okay hi hi ruthie and he like goes in and is holding becca's hair back and everything but it just it was just a hot mess for the record like i didn't even remember this i must have like blocked it out of my memory because when we were like oh what are we gonna talk about for a gawk episode and ruthie's like we can talk about the time you threw up i'm like what like but yeah now that she mentioned i'm like oh yeah that actually did happen i i do remember that (laughs) well what what was funny about it is because joel and i have a lot of these moments where where I say something like really very shocking. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty common. Yeah. Like just in general. One time, um, like I was super excited about something because I had like done a whole bunch of research on like adoption for one of our friends and like found this organization or whatever. I was like, oh, you should really apply for like this scholarship, whatever they have. And like she came up to me and she's like, Guess months what? later, like months later. And she's like, guess what? we received $10,000 for this grant for our adoption. And I'm like freaking out like, no way, that's amazing. Because of the the stuff that she sent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then like, I'm like, Joel, guess what? And she like shares the same news with him. And he literally smiles and goes, wow, that's great. (laughs) Like no expression besides that. I'm like, oh my, oh my God. The stoic man that he is. Okay. Well, if you enjoyed this episode or you love listening to us, you should give us a review on Apple Podcast and join us next week because we're going to be talking about how to be a guest on a podcast.